Coming up, today's guest is the CMO at From the Bench, a company that has over 60 million downloads and hundreds of thousands of daily active users. You're about to discover how to get licenses from the biggest sports leagues, why mid-sized influencers are the most effective, and lastly, how to optimize your ads for maximum revenue. All that and so much more. The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Adjust gives you the tools you need for end-to-end app analysis. Not just the macro-level stuff, but the micro-details. You can identify, dissect, and leverage data trends. Just go to adjust.com slash appmasters. AppRadar helps you accelerate your mobile growth through their simple ASO platform, and they set up optimized Apple search ads to help you scale up your user acquisition. Check them out at appradar.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com. This is the podcast, YouTube channel, and the agency that's going to really help you growth hack your downloads because I talk to some awesome people in the app space to really learn strategies from them. And then hopefully we can all use it together to grow our businesses. And today I've got a phenomenal guest all the way in Spain. He stayed up, had an early dinner just for us. His name is David Kramatis and he is the CMO at From The Bench. Check him out at fromthebenchgames.com. Com. They've got licenses with the NFL. They got millions upon millions of downloads and hundreds of thousands of daily active users. So I can't wait to talk about influencer marketing, licensing, and ASO and ad monetization with David. But without further ado, David, welcome to the show. Hello, and thank you very much for having having me here in the in the show. I have been learning for a lot of time from your podcasts. Oh, thanks. So it's a, it's a pleasure to to be here with you. David, this is what is so amazing to me is that, you know, you don't know who's listening. And then when I, you know, you and I exchange emails, I was like, heck yeah, like, come on. Like, I can't believe you're in the audience, you know, like, it's really cool. So thank you for listening. I I really appreciate it. No, no, it it is absolutely true. I have listened a lot of podcasts from you. Oh, that's great. All right, David. So enough about me. Well, I love talking about me as my wife. (laughs) But let's talk about you. Like, let's talk about the company that you started before this. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I'm interested as somebody who runs an agency. Like, how do you make that shift to more of a product company? Uh, It was uh, because one of the founders of that agency, we we used to code uh, e-commerce sites uh, in, in that agency. Uh, and one of the founders created a, a manager game just for he, for him and his friends, and that product it was without any kind of design. It was uh, a mess, but the the mechanics of the of the game was really good, and it started to grow. A lot of people from uh, Spain started to uh, to claim to uh, to play that game and they decided to include that game in the agency and because we have a lot of developers designers and, and so on so we created a big product the, the product started to work very well we have thousands of 
uh, players at that time. It was 2005, so it was not mobile at that time. And the, the product grew so much that we decided to create a different company just for gaming because it, it didn't have it didn't make make uh, to sense to have e-commerce in the same company the gaming that it, it, it they are totally different things so with that game we created from the bench in 2008 and yeah that, that, that's the story of from the bench I love it. Is it sort of like, hey, this game and this other company from the games is making so much revenue that sort of, you know, like people who end up leaving their jobs, right? Like, oh, I'm making this much money on my side income. So now I'm going to really focus on this new company. Like, so I guess the question is, David, like, how do you know when to actually focus on this brand new company and put all your energy there? As you said, the the thing that uh, makes uh, us to, to 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 do the new company to create the new company was because we were generating revenue with that game, and it was the the it was not clear for the agency why the agency was successful because of the games because of because of the e-commerce so we decided to split the the revenue and the easier the easiest way way to do to do this was to create a new company that's awesome so let's talk about something that's working for you today i love starting off the podcast interviews with this topic now you said one strategy that's working for you today is aso and then using the official license so sorry can, can you repeat so the question? i was saying like what what's a strategy that's working for you today okay uh okay we we started working with with official licenses because at that time we didn't have enough money to do to run marketing campaigns so we thought at that time that it was a good idea to go with a official license because going with them means to have organic downloads and nowadays it's something that it still works so you release a game with the NFL license and you have downloads that's that's true and in the end you are paying for marketing but in a different way uh, paying for the license so this is one thing that it, it still works and now we are quite focused on app store optimization as you say because uh, the cpis are uh, it's day more expensive so it's not easy to run profitable campaigns you use acquisition campaigns so it's very very important for us to uh, grow our organic downloads and we are working very hard in the app store optimization side of the company these i want to talk about licensing definitely get into more of the app store optimization part so when you're talking about licensing it's like the nfl you know fc barcelona liverpool fc so you have some major major like brands that you've licensed it, is it wasn't it scary first? Because I have to imagine these are very expensive licenses. Uh, it it really depends on the license and on the time because they are uh, changing their strategy. So, for instance, we have been working with Real Madrid for the. It was our first customer, our first partner. It, it's not a customer. Uh, we released the Real Madrid Fantasy Manager in two thousand and nine. 
So we have been working with them for 10 years and we are working with them with a revenue share. So uh, the share is quite high because it's 50%. But at least you don't have to pay a a license. It, It is just, it depends on the revenue you are getting from the game. Working with licenses such as NFL or NBA is more expensive, but the revenue is lower. And you have to do your market research before signing the the agreement because um, sometimes they are asking for more than it deserves. And sometimes sometimes it is first. So it needs to to spend some time doing a, a market research. Yeah, I see. Are you like for the beginner out there who's kind of like, hey, I want to sort of figure out this licensing agreement too. Is there, you know, like a website that you would point them to as a good resource or where to find people to get a license? It was quite easy to do so because as as I have told you, we started working with Real Madrid. So it was like uh, very easy to get contacts uh, through LinkedIn because if you are working with Real Madrid, it's like, okay, if Real Madrid is doing so, uh, we trust you and uh, we think that we can work together. And at first, we we worked with many, many different football clubs. We got up to 30 or 40, I don't remember the, the, the figure, uh, official licenses before going to the NBA. Uh, and going to the NBA, having so many official uh, licenses from from the soccer world, but in the end, they are, they were really important. It was it was not easy, but it was possible because at that time, uh, NBA uh, was working only with 2K, uh, EA Sports, and and us. So it's it's not easy for a company from Spain, from Alicante, that it is a a small city in the southeast part of Spain to work with the NBA. And it, it, it happens the same with the NFL. NFL has only two, two games, Madden and NFL Manager. So it's, uh, it's, it's not easy, but it is possible okay. having a background full of experience with licenses. Uh, so let me ask you this. You said it, David, and obviously I don't want you to give away too many trade secrets, but like at the same time, you said, hey, it's it's harder for somebody in Spain to try to get an NFL license. So how are you able to manage to do that? To be honest, we have the license of the NFL because they got in contact with us. <laughs> That's awesome. And they, yeah, yeah, and they say to us, okay, we want a game like NBA manager, but with our license. So in this case, it was really, really easy. What about the NBA then? Since you're in the NBA. The NBA, we don't have the license of the NBA right now. We have been working with them for five years, but uh, I don't know if you are familiar of how the sport associations work in in the US, but most of them have, have two different associations. And one is the that the one that manages the rights of the teams. For for instance, with the NFL, with American football, is the NFL manages manages the rights of the teams, and the NFL PA, it is player association, right. manages the rights of the players. And to develop to release a game like our game, you need to agree with both of them. So 
you you will spend the, the twice of the time and probably the twice of the uh, of the money. <laughs> yeah. And the NBA was the only one that with only one license you had all the rights until last season that they they split the association into two and they 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 now have the NBA PA and with the NBA was easy to renew the agreement but with the NBA PA that it, it was a new association with uh, low resources uh, it was not possible they they told us that they, they wanted to spend one year without any kind of licensing they they need some, they needed some time to do everything so we are we're planning to get in contact with them for the this upcoming season Okay. Now with the Real Madrid, you said, hey, LinkedIn works great. You can just look up people. So I, I literally put on LinkedIn, Real Madrid, and I found somebody, Rafael from Head of Digital. Are those the type ah. of people that we should be looking for if we're trying to get licensing agreement? Because I did try to put licensing too. The search result, search result wasn't so good. Yeah. 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 The, the problem is that Real Madrid is, is not a common case. I mean, uh, the, the most of the football clubs uh, have very very few people working in the digital department so you won't find every time a people a, a person that it is for digital licensing or something like that so sometimes it's not so easy to find the right people to to approach because maybe there are only three or four people in the whole marketing department so and and you don't know who is in charge of the mobile space and the, most of the times, none of them is is in charge of uh, of that part. <laughs> it's not easy. Then I do know that you know you obviously there's a better way to just filter with the current company. Maybe do some like you know where their location at. So there's ways that you can hack LinkedIn to sort of try to find the right person, and that's the best way of doing it. the The hack that I got David from somebody else was if you're trying to connect with somebody on LinkedIn and try to do some you know BD, the the way that somebody else did it was. If we're a third connection, I try to find somebody that's connected to you that I might be a good like second connection and then connect with that person first. And then so that you and I become second connections before then we <laughs> talk to you. So that's a little LinkedIn tip that I got yeah. from somebody else too. Yeah, it's a good strategy. In, in my case, it's, I don't usually need that because when you are in connection with a lot of clubs yeah. uh, in the end, uh, you, you are in connection with the people that you, you want too. Well, you're big time, David. You're big time. Hey, so next I want to talk about ASO and what you, as somebody who's got millions upon millions of downloads and hundreds of thousands of daily active users, what do you focus on? Is it keywords? Is it screenshots? The app icon? I want to know all about how you focus on ASO. But before I do, I do on the topic of ASO, I've got a great tool for you guys. It is appradar.com. I know a few of you in the audience have told me that you've signed up for appradar. So let me know how that's going. I use it all the time to track the keyword rankings, to look at the, the traffic data, to look at the difficulty, to spy on my competitors as well. And so with what app radar, what you can get, unlike other tools out there, is they're giving away everything for free. So just a caveat, you do have to connect, unlike the other tools as well, you do have to connect your iTunes or Google Play account 
But once you do that, then you can add your apps in there and then get all the data that you need in terms of keyword volume, the traffic difficulty, what are your rankings? And then it's sort of like App Annie too. I have a daily email for my apps and some of my clients' apps where I see a daily email on the rankings and how well, how well we're doing with downloads. And one of my clients with 10X downloads. I'm super excited about that. So like we're doing thousands a day now, which is really cool. But They've got a free plan up to 200 keywords. So if you're ready to get started and you're an indie app developer or you're just a big developer like David is from the games, from the bench, go check them out. Free plan, get started for free. And then if you need to upgrade, you can do that as well. But it is appradar.com. Let them know you heard it on this podcast so that I get a little bit of love too. Not anything monetary. I just want the credit. They've already paid me. But once again, it is appradar.com. All right, David. So on top on the topic of ASO, like what are you focused on? Uh we try to, to be focused on everything because the problem with AppStore optimization is that you, you never know what is going to work and in, in, in what way. So we are running experiments uh, on, a, on a daily basis. I mean, we, we try to have experiments in all of our games. Sometimes it's with the icon, but the problem with those experiments that, that you need art design, you need some uh, uh, creatives. So if we, if we cannot get them, at least we are running experiments with the uh, description, short description. So we think that experiments are really important mm -hmm. because it's a, an easy way to increase the, the number of downloads. Although it takes time, sometimes uh, you don't get the... the uh, results that you are waiting for, but it's 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 some games uh, always. Are you and sure? after Keywords? after oh. that? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we are also working in in keywords for sure, and for that we try to analyze countries are interesting for us, and and on iOS with especially in in Google Play we try to use all the languages. Mm -hmm. uh, for instance, this is something that we we try to to do in our in in our games, and on on iOS at least four or five languages in all of our games. And yes, keywords is the the thing that we try to uh, to be focused. And we we have some small games in which we run some experiments strange experiments using some keywords that maybe does not make sense but sometimes you you, you see uh, surprises yeah. with the results uh, i guess that you you know more than me in no in that area. i wouldn't say that but yeah i mean i just literally had a call with a client this morning he's like i'm not sure about these keywords i'm like look at the data man let's try it and i think it is the core audience that would want this app so let's let's give it a shot you just never know is there a way that you like to experiment with keywords or is it just like you know one of my friends said or one of my clients actually i was like hey what about this keyword i know it's like not the perfect match but like i think it would be a good one and then he just ran some apple search ads with an exact match on that keyword and just saw like is it converting and he saw like hey steve it's actually converting well let's let's use it in our organic do you have a way of testing too yeah yes we we, we run a lot of different tests with with keywords and mm -hmm. sometimes uh, as you say you, you receive more downloads but the the retention of the quality of the users uh, decreases so mm -hmm. that it is something that we have achieved 
sometimes that, for instance, our games are manager games. Uh, they are not simulators like FIFA, for instance. So, but obviously, if you use some keywords or some screenshots in which the game uh, looks like uh, simulators, they are more appealing for users. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the most of the times you get more downloads, but they will be disappointed with the game because it is a manner game. So you, you have to be careful what, with your strategy because receiving more downloads is not always the, the best option. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm glad you said that because I'm dealing with this with a client of mine too where we 10x those downloads and it's like, Steve, the retention has gone down. And I'm like, well, I think that's just natural because that's what I thought, David. So you tell me if I'm wrong because we're ranking really well for some like really great keywords. But I'm like, I think I, we have to sell them with the screenshots to let them know what they're getting into and maybe the onboarding to let them know that this is what this app does, right? Like they're probably expecting one thing, but then the app isn't fulfilling them. So like, I feel like we have to optimize the screenshots, optimizing the description, optimizing the onboarding so that they know what they're actually getting into. Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, you are totally right. But in the end, you have to be careful because yeah. uh, if you get a, a lower retention, you, you know that Google Play is taking that in the, into account uh, when when ranking the, the apps. Or of, if you are getting uh, worse ratings, because in our case, for instance, we have a lot of people saying that the, this app is not a simulator. So... And yeah, we know that it is not a simulator, but right. they were right because the screenshots uh, look like the the game was a simulator. So it's, yeah. it's fair to to <laughs> to to say so. So, from all the experiments that you're running, what's been one that really worked really well? In our case, when when you use uh, you are able to use uh, football players or. NBA players. It makes a difference. Uh, I, re- I remember one experiment that we ran with Real Madrid because they have a, a style guide, very uh, not, not very flexible because we couldn't ha- uh, use football players in the icon. And we pushed a lot to at least to run an experiment and with the, with the numbers, uh, decide together if it makes sense to to use them or not. And but the problem when you are working with licenses is that you 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 have to use in for instance in in football it is five players. So we we had to use five players in the icon. So you can imagine that the size of the players <laughs> was really small. Yeah. But the experiment was successful in just one day with a difference of 30%. Wow. So it was amazing. We, we run, we, uh, I, we do the same change in all countries and the number of downloads increase a lot just for using the, the players in the, in, in, the, in the icon. And once you have, you have done so, what we did was to use different players depending on the country. If you are... Uh, having Real Madrid in Brazil, you, you will use different country, different players that in, in France or, sorry, or Spain because uh, the players, the, the, the fame of the players is not the same. 
Oh, interesting. So it's the same team, but then like players swap because, you know, like depending on the country, like this player may be more popular. So the front guy, because I see the icon, the five, the five players in the US, like, you know, there's one guy in the front. So I guess, are you interchanging the, the main guy a little bit? Uh, and for, for making the decision of what players to use, we, uh, we use Google Trends, Google AdWords to see the, the price of the, of the bid. So with that tools, you can know uh, what players are more interested to do, to do the, the icon. That's awesome. Hey, David, let me ask you this. Like, have you run any experiments between like portrait and landscape screenshots and which one converts better? I'm looking at a bunch of your apps and I know some use portrait, some use landscape. Do you have a preference on what really converts better? I, uh, not to be honest. We, we have been using a portrait. Uh, because we we have been working with an agency called AppCape here in Spain, and they they say to us that they were better, but we have changed it recently, and we didn't notice any change. So I don't know. Yeah. So we don't have any uh, any data that uh, I can show we do that with, with that in mind. What about with video? Has that made any difference for you guys? Yes, and uh, not using video is better. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's what people say all the freaking time. Like that's why I told my clients, like, can we should we do video? I read that you should do video. I'm like, you know what? I've heard both ways. Sometimes it improves it. Sometimes it doesn't improve it. Like I've heard both. So I'm like, is it really worth it? Yeah, I mean, you have to show us. Yeah, in our cases, we we have both cases. We have experiments that have been successful and other ones that have not been successful. But the most of the times, without video, is, is, the, is the winner. There you go. I love it. This is why, you know what? This is why I love what I do because I, I have questions from people I don't know the answers to. I always talking to people. I just ask you guys. <laughs> this is how you do this. You just surround yourself with awesome people. All right, David. So the last thing I want to get into is influencer marketing. I know you have this great presentation, so I'm not going to cover everything that you said in the presentation. I'm going to link it up into the show notes. If you just look for influencer marketing at Promotion Summit, you'll see, you'll see David's presentation there. But talk to me about a strategy that worked. And what I really loved about the presentation is you broke down like which ones are the most controllable, right? Like, hey, if you work with the agency, it's a lot less work, but it has this advantage. And you really broke down all the different segments of what requires a lot of work, what's more effective. So tell us from all you that experience, like what works really well with influencer marketing? Uh, it depends on your strategy and your budget. Uh, working with, with an agency is going to be quicker, and, but it's going to be much more expensive. They usually work with bigger influencers so it depends on your budget but for for from our experience working with mid uh, mid-sized influencers it's really worth uh, because a you they, they 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 are more involved with the with the campaign because they usually uh, are trying to increase their audience they are trying to do many sponsorships so from our experience the mid-size is the most the most cost-effective uh, influencers and for that we usually use uh, platforms such as famebit for instance got it and in famebit I thought they work like an agency, like, hey, you know, you give us a budget, we're going to find the mid-size influencers and then run the budget with you. 
Am I wrong in that? Favbit is a marketplace. It's not an agency. It's a Got marketplace it. in which you, you say, I have this campaign to, to run. And I'm looking for influencers from this country and this kind of uh, topic of, of the channel. And you receive offers. And afterwards, you, you can negotiate with them. And you have to negotiate always because you, you will get better, a better price and better conditions. And, but working with, with an agency is, always, is, all, is also good. We, our best campaign was with an agency, was with a, an influencer called uh, Delantero09. From from Spain, or but they, his audience is from uh, Argentina, Mexico, Spain, uh, these all Spanish uh, countries, uh, language countries, and with the, the cost of the the campaign was around two thousand dollars, and we were in ranking number two. In Mexico, number one in uh, in Argentina, number ten in Spain. Just wow. one 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 video. Wow! So Amazing. if you calculate the CPI, it's really really low, and we are getting downloads from that campaign that happened uh, more than a year ago, is right now. Game? So because the, it is one thing, one good, one good thing from YouTube because yeah. the. The, the videos are live, so you can still watch them and and download the game. Would you, you recommend you know. YouTube out of all the different platforms? Yeah, yeah, for for gaming. Yeah, for like longevity too. Like it's it's always out there. Like it's continually, like you said, it continues to drive. Where like an Instagram story or Instagram post is kind of like, mm, what's the next thing, right? Nobody's really scrolling down. But YouTube, you have the like the SEO and the you know the awareness too. Especially for games, I think that YouTube is the really cool. is the source that fits the 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 audience perfectly because you have time to explain the game, and maybe you 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 are not going to spend more than a minute talking about the game, but you have the time and the and the it's it's really good for for a game. Hey David, the when you said mid size influencers, like what range are you talking about in terms of follower count? I would say 100k. 100k to like a million or 100k to yeah, half a million? Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. From 100k, 100K to, to a million. To a million, okay. Yeah, that's a good. And with Famebit, I know they, I think they changed their model a little bit cuz I had past clients use them a few years ago. I didn't even know they got bought out by YouTube. Is that Famebit by YouTube? But like it's sort of like Upwork but for influencer marketing where you post a proposal, people like start bidding on it i am sending you proposals and then once you pick somebody they take a 10 percent looks like from what i can tell on the website yeah i think yeah it works like that yeah that's very cool david anything we miss that you want to make sure we cover no i think that we uh, uh you, you wanted to talk about ad monetization i think oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. maybe with the ad monetization side of things what's working well uh for us, until we started to be focused on on that part two years ago, until that moment, we we used AdMob or I don't remember the the admon the ad mediation, but it was like nobody in the company was optimizing that part. So we get we got some revenue, but we didn't know if it was good. It was it was <laughs> it was improvable, but 
we started to to be focused on that and we have increased a lot that part so and the good thing is that now developers are uh, engaged with this part and they are part of the uh, because you know that developer, developers usually hate to include SDKs uh, to show different ads. So, but now that they are aware that the revenue of the company is increasing just for changing the, the ad network that we are using, they are more involved in, in this part and they are happy to do those changes. And what's working? I think that all the companies are really focused on regarded videos mm-hmm. uh, we are using Apotil for mediation uh, there are a lot a bunch of companies out there each of each company w- will tell you that uh, its mediation is the best but you, you have to uh, to try different companies to make your own decision and one tip that one that we usually, uh, I would say, it's to run A-B tests for everything. Mm-hmm. We try to uh, run A-B tests, for instance, to, sh- to, to know how many st- interstitials to show for, for each uh, user or uh, the capping for, inter- for regarded videos, daily capping. Uh, because it is good that the users use them, but it is not if they are able to farm coins just for watching videos. So this is the typical things that you have to test to uh, to, to get the most of them. What's the good balance with the video? Because I have a client, a past client. They're in Spain too. They're in Seville. Seville? But yeah. Genera Games? Genera Games. Yeah, yeah, I know them. Yeah, I know them they're, they're well too. Friends. I love their game, Bricks, Blocks, Blast. I, I'm by far, David, the furthest. I know for a fact. And so I, I've been talking to Kike, like the CEO. I'm like, yeah, you know, like I want to work with you guys because I love this game, but like, I feel like there's so many mistakes that they're making from an ad monetization standpoint. I know the game in and out, right? Like I'm like, this would be a great spot. I'll watch a video for you guys. But I feel like they're failing in that regard. But you said something very interesting. Rewarded video is working really well, but there's a cap. So how often do you like to show for one user, one session, how often do you like to show a, a video ad? We, we usually have videos. Uh, in, it does not depend on the number of videos, but of, on the placement. So, uh, I see. So we, we use capping for pet, uh, per placement. If you are, for instance, recharging your energy, energy using a video, uh, Maybe it depends on the time, but maybe you, you can do this twice a day. But you can watch after recharging your, your energy, you, you can watch another video to, I don't know, uh, to get a free booster yeah. for, your, for your team. And the, the capping for the booster is just one per day. So you can uh, watch a, a lot of videos, but uh, in different placements. I see. I see. So you don't want to have rewarded video everywhere, but nice subtle placements here and there that say like you bricks box last day this and they finally did this, David. Like when it first launched, I was like, why do you not have because you got five lives and then once you run out, I'm like, 
why don't you just let me watch a video for another life? Like, come on, no brainer. Come on. Like, please. You know what I mean? And so like, it drives me nuts. Hey, let me ask you this. Go all around this topic. There's a spot where, you know, a lot of games do this, where you win something and then you get some coins. Right. And then mm-hmm. with Bricksbox blast, I don't put them, I don't, I don't want to just put them on blast, but essentially I win some coins. Like, Hey, do you want to like triple or like 10 times your coins? Yeah by paying 199 I always say no. But if you're like, let me double my coins and by watching a video, guess how many times I would say yes, right, David? Like, hello, like, is that a good strategy or is that like, hey, you're, you're doing too many rewarded videos? No, I think that it's a, it is a good strategy. Right. In the end, you have to think that the most of the companies are having a conversion rate of, let's say, 2 or 3% or 4%. Uh, so you have... 95% of the of the users that are not paying and you have to you need to monetize them yeah. so yeah, I think that show monetizing them with with videos is a good strategy and you have to to be sure that uh, it, it is a, it's, it is the, the perfect moment to do so for instance we we are having we are doing what you have mentioned in the Daily price, you, you can double the daily price and on a daily basis, just watching a video. So right? I think it's a good strategy. Yeah, I, I, I did a video about video ad monetization, optimization too, and it was just about like all the different places. One of the games I like playing was Fun Run 3. And then they had that same thing where it's a daily prize, right? Like people, it rewards them to coming back daily and then gives me a little prize that's sort of random and then I'm able to double that just by watching the video. And every single time, David, I watch that video. It's like a no-brainer. And Brixbox Blast has that same feature. There's daily rewards, but it's like, hello, just, you know, I feel like there's so many holes in this game that I'm like, oh, I wish I could just get a hold of this. Like I can make this game into a money-making machine because I love it so much. <laughs> I would think. <laughs> anyway. I think that the, the, the goal of the ad monetization team has to be to, uh, to engage the, the more users, the better. Uh, at least to watch one video. So for that reason, you, you, you need to use different placements because depending on the users, uh, you know that the, each, each user used, uses the gaming in a different way. Yeah. So you, you have to have different placements because... Uh, it it is better for for the for getting more revenue, uh, for having more users engaged, that less users watching more videos. So that's the reason why we are trying to 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 use a lot of different placements. I love it, David. Anything else you want to cover from anything else? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I think. We have covered a lot of different things. I love it. Such a great conversation. Thank you, David. I want to thank you for having dinner early. And then secondly, sharing all this great feedback as well. All right, guys, before we hit the finish, big finish, I do want to thank my last sponsor, adjust.com. Look, they are the all-in-one solution that's going to help you track if your download's good. David said it too. Look, not all downloads are the same. Just getting more, it's not always good. And it might hurt your future downloads because you're getting very bad retention and Google Play is starting to put that as one of the factors. Maybe not so much on iOS, but definitely on Google Play. And so what do you, what do our, where are the users coming from? What are they doing within the app? 
that's what adjust allows you to really see. It allows you to give you all the data that you need to make smarter decisions, whether it's influencer marketing, whether it's YouTube, whether it's, whether it's Instagram, what's not, it's not just about the lowest CPI. It's about the best users from that campaign. So really think about who's going to be the best subscribers, the best users, the best customers from your campaign. And that's what adjust allows you to do. See why so many big brands are using them just by going to adjust.com. Now wait for it. Slash app masters. Once again, adjust.com slash app masters. David, this has been absolutely amazing, but let's go to the big finish. Give us one app. We definitely have to check out. Okay, this is a good question. Uh, I think that the, the app that I use is the, the most is Slack, but it, this is just for, for work. And also, besides that, maybe uh, I love Headspace. I don't know if you, you know that, yep, if you know it. Mm -hmm. So I, I love it. Yeah. I, 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 have, I haven't, uh, I haven't made, made date, but I try it and I love it. And I'm, I love it. I'm a big fan of meditation. So any app that you use to meditate, you should definitely try to meditate. It's helped me in so many areas of my life. David, what's a lesson that took you the longest to learn? I, I don't know. I would say that when, when you are, uh, I don't know, when you are in the industry, you receive a lot of, uh, you, you see a lot of, different opportunities in which you can take part and you need to think very well in which it is good to to take part and because it is not all uh, it is not the goal of what i don't know the, the how, how do you say that but uh, you have to think very well very carefully uh, the opportunities that you receive because when you are famous in the industry and you receive a lot of opportunities a lot of emails it takes time uh, and it is not easy and they are not successful the, the most of the time so you have to be focused on what it gets the revenue for the for the company mm. and uh, spend some time to try different things but be focused on uh, on the things that gets the, the most of the revenue Saying no is sometimes more important than saying yes to all these great opportunities yeah. that come. Yeah. Is there That's a way right. that you've decided, like, oh, this is a good opportunity, this is not a good opportunity? Is it more just like a gut and experience feel, or have you figured out a formula to come up with a way to figure out yes or no? Oh, I, it, it is not a way, uh, but I don't know uh, what to say. <laughs> but for instance, we, we receive a, an interesting offering from China, from a company from China to develop a, a manager game from for, for the Chinese Super League. And it looks it, it looked very, very exciting, the project. And we spent a lot of time working on that. And uh, the, the games uh, didn't re they didn't release the game. So in the end, we spent a lot of time and it was a... It was a time. I see. I see. David, thank you so much. For those who are listening right now, go check out fromthebenchgames.com. Amazing, amazing titles. And just search for any of their games on the App Store. NFL Manager 2019, Real Madrid, Barcelona Fantasy Manager. They are the kings and queens 
of fantasy manager teams. David, if the audience wants to follow up with you or anywhere else, like, do you want to send the audience anywhere else? No, just try our games and <laughs> give us your, your feedback. Awesome. And watch a lot of rewarded videos. They've done an amazing job of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At least, at least they, they can do in our purchases as well. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> David, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I, thank you for listening. I love it. And let's talk some more, man. Anytime you want to talk shop, I love this conversation. So if we can do every quarter, every six months, just come on, talk shop. I'd love to have you back anytime, man. Okay, perfect. Happy to do, to do that. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you on the next chat. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.